Sure looks like Tiger Woods is getting ready to go. This is him out at Southern Hills on Thursday. Joe LaCava was not with him, so the director of golf, Kerry Cosby, caddied for Tiger. And it is from Kerry that a lot of the sources of the, I guess, if you will, the, the inside information is emerging from Tiger Woods, although accounts on site are that it became a bit of a media and a fan frenzy just because it's Tiger Woods straight away. Dom, what did, what did you hear from the site in terms of news helicopters coming in, in terms of people just, uh, whether they're members or just fans, finding out that the legend was on the grounds? Uh, well, I, listening to various uh, reports and reading stuff, and, and there was many stories that came out of this, you try and piece it together, essentially... He didn't really tell anybody he was coming in. Yep. And then he did come in. And then people started finding out very quickly, like two, three holes in. And so, you know, it's a private club. So you got people on the hills overlooking the fences, 30, 40, 50, 60 people holding signs, screaming his name. And he's making, you know, the third, fourth hole turn. My understanding is sometime on the front nine, the local news helicopters down there were like, oh, Tiger's in town. And there was like two helicopters like above where he was teeing off. I think it was on six. <laughs> I mean, it took him. I mean, how long? How many? How long is six holes, Matt? Is it what, in an hour? Yeah. 45 minutes and the helicopter is already hovering over him. I mean, it's complete insanity. But it, it is. I mean, you know. If you look this, at that, that video that we showed of him walking up the hill, he chose the hill in front of the instead of the steps, and he certainly seems to be, I mean, I don't know if on the mend is the right word, Matt, but he certainly is trying to push himself. And, is, I mean, I don't know how you can't look at what he did last week and say he's expecting to play in the PGA Championship. Oh, yeah, I would agree with that assessment. He was wearing shorts. He had that black sleeve on his right leg that – we became accustomed to seeing uh, consistently and often whenever photos were taken of him through the rehabilitation, through the healing process in earnest, although I'm sure it is going on in earnest even now. But Tiger Woods was on the ground. Uh, Colby Powell wrote an article in GolfChannel.com about Tiger being on the site, and he used quotes that Cosby told Golf Oklahoma where he said the following, remember he caddied for Tiger because Joe LaCava, as I mentioned, wasn't there, saying the following, everything is so smooth with him. Uh, His rhythm is great. He hit it straight and plenty far. He pitched and putted it great. I know guys can hit it past him now, but watching him work was amazing. He's so meticulous, detailed, and immersed in what he's doing. He was very inquisitive on lines and best angles. I think he can contend. He's like Michael Jordan late in his career playing defense, and hitting jump shots, whoever wins here is going to have to be a great chipper. And he is still that, that coming in from Tiger Woods. Now, Dom, where did you get most of the video that we were just showing? It looks like it was coming off someone's Twitter account. Yes, you can see it there uh, when Andrew puts it up on the screen. It's, it's Ken McLeod at OK Golf 2. My, my best guess is that he is a member there at Southern Hills, but I am not 100% sure about that. And then... Uh, I think it was, was it the PGA? I guess he's, of, uh, he's the reporter that Cosby spoke to at Golf Oklahoma, if it's OK Golf He too. may have been. Yes, he may have been. But you can see there his Twitter his Twitter handle. And then you see PGA.com, PGA of America, is, is the one that posted the picture of him and Kerry Cosby, who you were referencing there, sort of comparing notes. Um, and then, uh, you know, you see this is another reporter, a photo editor, Mike Simmons here. 
for if you're watching on TBC, you see some pictures of Tiger over a fence <laughs> from <laughs> TulsaWorld.com. <laughs> they're just like, they're doing whatever they can. It's like paparazzi photos to get him playing a practice round. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that, sh- that shows you the level of interest and popularity there is with Tiger Woods. Uh, other news, uh, it, it reportedly Phil Mickelson is ready to play in this PGA Championship as well, but news has come out that he will be participating or he hopes to be participating in the Live Golf event that will take place outside of London in early June. Uh, the questions about that, and we'll get into it in more detail tomorrow, is what happens if a player doesn't get a release from the PGA Tour and still decides to participate in the event in England? When it comes to the United States, when it is in Portland, when they have their first event in the domestic uh, arena for the PGA Tour, that's when they're going to have a real problem with the PGA Tour because that is explicitly against PGA Tour rules to issue a release in a competing a, a time of a competing event uh, on tour. So we'll see what happens with that in the USA. Bryson DeChambeau was in the news in the last couple of days. Remember, he had that Hammond phone operated on on the 14th of April. That is the bone that's part of the wrist joint of the hand. And he put out when he had the operation, just a picture of him sitting in his in his bed, kind of thumbs up, everything went as well as it could go. Well, the latest news is that the last couple of days he released a video of the hand. The stitches apparently have been re- removed. He said, healing up, grip the club today, can't hold onto it for long but getting there from Bryson DeChambeau. Obviously, he's going to miss the PGA Championship, and word is that he is doubtful for the U.S. Open as well. We'll see what that means for the Open coming up in July at the Old Course at St. Andrews. How about John Rahm? John Rahm keeps doing John Rahm things at the Mexico Open. He held on for a long time. He had a one-shot margin over the rest of the field, and that's exactly how it ended up, winning by one over three players in Wu Finau in Kitayama. Uh, Finau birdied five of his last six holes, or I should say he was five under over the course of his last six holes because an eagle worked in there as well. So John Rahm, when he finished up, had this to say to the media. You know, I'm honored. Uh, I was close to to winning at at Chapultepec a couple times. I had a chance and I didn't quite get it done, and I feel like there was something left every time uh, I left, right? And I know I could get it done, and uh, I came this week wanting to do it. Uh, I've spoken in length about the importance of Sebi and his impact in the game of golf and how, you know, I play because of him. And nowadays, you know, we have a much bigger reach. The PGA Tour becoming a bigger tour, and with social media, we're worldwide stars bigger than than they were in the past, and I feel like I can make some impact in Mexico as well, and Mexico deserves a good event, and you can even see golf growing in, in Mexico as well, so it's a true honor to be able to come here and in this first edition of the event be, be the champion. Uh, it was a wonderful week. It's a wonderful resort for anybody watching here that is doubting about playing. I say come, because just coming to the resort is, is, is just worth it, and the golf course it's a lengthy golf course, and it's in pristine shape. So um, it's a highly recommended week in my book. Uh, I'll be back, obviously. And, you know, it feels good to get this first win done. Uh, early on the season, I had a couple chances, and I couldn't close it out. And today was a battle, but, but I got it done. Uh, Thursday, Friday, I played amazing, and I was in, in incredible control of my game. Uh, and it seemed like really nothing could go wrong. Uh, yesterday, I played really good tee to green, just couldn't make the putts. And today, Felt good, but I just quite couldn't get started. I was making good swings early on and wasn't quite hitting it as close as I wanted to and uh, didn't really have the best 
chances to make the pots. Uh, got going. I mean, played six, seven, and eight, and nine beautifully. I just, you know, that stretch. Uh, I made those birdies on on, uh, on six and seven, but eight, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve is where I think could be a key stretch. I felt like if you play those holes before getting to twelve under par, you're gaining on the field. And I had my chances. I had my putts, and I just didn't make them. I think that could have been where I, I could have extended my lead to two or three shots um, instead of just staying one ahead. And, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, I was still trying to be aggressive in the par fives, and I, I couldn't get things done. But, yeah, that that birdie on 14 was key. You know, that was one good putt that I saw in, and it was a very, very good visual. And then making that par putt on 15 as well was massive because if I hadn't given that stroke back after that tee shot, that would have been a big loss. And the only thing I keep going back to today is 17. I thought that putt was absolute center of the hole. It's just snap left at the end. It would have been a lot easier to play 18 with a two-shot lead, let me tell you, uh, instead of being the stress that it was. But still, you know, um, I've had the enjoyable walk in the past, and I think this is the first time I had to, you know, kind of buckle up and, and finish it in style and strong, and, and I was able to do it. And, you know, I'll take it. My first wire-to-wire -wire victory, and uh, even though it was hard at the end, I'll take it. Well, you know, uh, I got to commend my, my good friend and sponsor, Serverleaf, and, and Ben Herman, who's the owner. We played a member guest last week, and the greens were rolling 17 and a half, and they were completely baked, and it was windy. So when I got to the hole where I believe because of the grandstands, that green was a little drier and a little bit more dead, I felt like at home. I mean, thanks to him, I got to that putt, and I'm like, oh, this is like what I did last week, every single hole, and I was actually more relaxed than expected. Uh, you know, I made three good birdie putts the first three days in 18, and I thought I'd make that putt, but, you know, I felt confident I could lag it to tap it. So, Ben, you see this? Thank you. Uh, it was cool. It was great. Uh, at one point when I was reading the break, uh, I saw Amanda kind of give way for Kelly and Kepa to walk up to the front, and I could only think, I better two-putt this uh, to make sure we enjoy this moment. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, it was, it was really cool. You know, last time he was very young. Uh, this time he's still too young to remember. I was hoping I'd get that moment of him running towards me, but I think he got a little bit overwhelmed. Um, but it's still, you know, still really cool that I can enjoy that with my family, you know, uh, especially today when we're done. Tulsa and that we'll be able to enjoy it, uh, even though he doesn't care one bit what happened. Uh, he still expects me to play and, and feed him and everything else, but uh, it's really, really enjoyable. You know, it's, it's a lot more fun. And a lot more meaningful when you're there. And I, I'm sure it'll be even more when he can get an idea of what's going on. Uh, copy mom, be more like mom. <laughs> That's a general norm. Uh, I know I have my good qualities, but, but she's a heck of a person. <laughs> and for my part, you know, to never give up, always be positive. I think that one of my, my traits. Yes, I might seem frustrated sometimes. Yes, I might let some anger out and I might say some things, but. I'm always hopeful, and I always, and I'm always positive, and that was key today. Uh, I never lost faith. I never lost uh, my approach and my confidence, and, and that's why I got it done. It's work. I mean, it's, when it's go time, it's go time. Uh, when it's over, it's over, right? Uh, I've said it many times. I'm a very different person on and off the golf course, especially when we're competing on a Sunday. Uh, you know, that's the stressful part of the job. You'll see a much more serious face and a much more intense look outside. This, I don't really 
I consider myself very lucky to be in the position I'm in in life, uh, however hard I worked at it. Uh, I'm very fortunate, so I really, truly have no reason to be that intense or upset in any way. So, yeah, I mean, I'm always going to be smiling afterwards. I got a wonderful family and a wonderful life, so, I mean, again, I count my blessings, and this should be a difference, right, uh, in and off the golf course. I mean, we're in there to do a job. It's a different mental state than, than off, so... I don't know how or why I I switch it so quickly, but it's just it's just how it's always been. Well, I think uh, I'm not gonna count the COVID year when we stopped. You know, it's been my well, I guess last year it took me a little bit longer to win, but you know, in the past I've given myself a chance to win and I've been able to do it early. This year I got close in, in Hawaii and Tori, um, and since then not really. So I'm happy. Um, Kept working hard, even though the results weren't coming. Uh, I got a little tired of answering questions about stats and plotting and short game and this and that. And now you can talk about it. And numbers, yeah, exactly. It's just kind of how the game is. I knew, I knew I was improving. I was seeing results, and this week is proof of it right now. I think that Sunday with Tiger at Augusta gave me gave me quite a bit um, of confidence. I was a little bit technical in my approach, right? A little too technical. I'm a, I'm a field player, and that Sunday I told myself just. Go out there and hit the golf ball, make shots, make make the swings you want to make, see the ball slide and execute. And I shot a three under without having my best stuff on a tough day. So I applied the same thing this week, right? Uh, minimal technical thoughts and just visualizing the ball slide and the shot and getting back to my true self. And uh, I truly saw the difference. You know, my iron game was really, really solid, especially into the wind. And you know, those shots on uh, into the wind on eight, nine. Uh, 13, 13 went long, but still great. And 17, I mean, they're not easy shots, and I was able to hit really, really good ones. So, uh, you know, sometimes we deviate from our path, but this time we didn't. I'm happy to, to get my first win and back after the Fed's Cup standings and, and hopefully get my second one too. But oh, yeah, I think I'm butchering it a little bit, but it's, uh, you know, babies come with the press and under their arm, uh, which I think the same in Spanish as bread, meaning the present. Yeah. But, uh, you know, last time Kepa gave me the U.S. Open, and this next one, even before he's out, uh, I got this win, right? So, obviously, it means something more meaningful in life than, than win a tournament, but uh, I'll take it this way, and hopefully <laughs> I can get another one before he comes out. But that's, that's a little bit of the, the saying that goes in Spain. John Rahm talking about being a dad for a second time, also talking about yet another victory on the PGA Tour. We'll get more into his victory at the Mexico Open in the segment that is coming up with Earl Forsey and Mark McCumber of PGA Tour Radio. Hey, thank you to everybody from the French Lick Resort. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Those at the French Lick Resort that hosted us, as well as the fans that came along for this trip. It was incredible. It was another sellout, a trip for the Fairways of Life show where we have so much fun bringing you guys to great destinations, great resorts, great golf courses around the world. Our next one is coming up in just a couple of weeks from now when we take everybody back to the northwest of Ireland and then into Northern Ireland, including playing Royal Port Rush. The shot you're seeing on your screen you just saw there was from dinner. Uh, one of the nights we ate at this beautiful steakhouse uh, at the resort and had a really nice time. So again, thank you to everybody for having the faith and having the trust and for having so much fun with us as we move 
from one resort to another year after year. It is, we're full of gratitude that we're able to do this with all of you guys. Congratulations, too, to the University of Illinois when we were there. Maybe you saw our show for the Big Ten championship. Well, Illinois got it done, and they ended up winning for the seventh consecutive time, and that gives them an automatic berth into the NCAA Men's Golf Championship. So congratulations to Mike Small and his team. Uh, again, coming up, we have a lot for you still in the program. We have a touring professional that will be joining us live. We're going to hear from Colin Morikawa as well as Morikawa prepares for his defense of the Open at the Old Course at St. Andrews. The Fairways of Life show is presented by the PGA Tour Superstore, the number one golf retailer in all of the land. They just keep opening these big, beautiful stores. And I don't know if you've seen it when they do, people literally line up in front all overnight. They're out there, they have tents and their sleeping bags and everything else so they can be first in these stores when those doors open. You can get inside those doors digitally every day, anytime you want, just by logging on to PGATourSuperstore.com. And if you get there in person as well, you can work on your game. They'll get make sure that your game is ready for everything that lies in store in the spring, summer, and beyond for 2022. Why not? Uh, PJTourSuperstore.com, again, is the website if you want to log on there. Much more coming up in the Fairways of Life show. Stay with us. At Ben Hogan Golf, we do things differently. We handcraft our clubs to your specifications, and we only sell online so you don't pay retail markup. We make exceptional golf clubs and deliver them directly to your door. Now that's different. Ireland is home to over 400 courses, including a third of the world's natural links and a selection of exceptional championship courses in amazing locations, as well as hosting the prestigious Ryder Cup, Solime Cup, and the Open. Experience golf like you never have before from Royal Port Rush, Royal County Down, Port Marnock, Lahinch, Valley Bunyan, or Tralee. Let yourself be embraced by the culture and history and feel the warmth of the Irish people who will make you feel as though you have not left home, but returned to it. For more information, log on to Ireland.com. Hey, Bryson. What up? I was just going through Bridgestone's new online ball fitting. Pretty sweet, huh? Yeah, very cool. I just got fit to that new Tour BXS I've been playing. Nice. I got fit to the Tour BX. It's a little faster. Hold on. Here's Fred. Hey, guys. Am I doing this right? You've never looked better, Freddy. <laughs> Find your fit at BridgestoneGolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Are you an E or a C? Both have Ridgeback. These are loaded with tech. Which one are you gaming? Definitely E for me. It's just so forgiving. I'm definitely an E. C is for checkout. What else? C is for kill it. C is me. Low spinning bombs. So, are you an E or a C? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, wait a minute. Pound for pound, nothing comes close. 
This is the Wiz. It tracks your swing in real time. Got it. One, zero, one. Gives you feedback in real time. Do you feel where you are in your golf swing? Transition, plus 4.2 inches. Length of backswing, 50.3 inches. The Wiz really helped me to keep that consistent swing. Instead of guessing, I get the direct feedback. Transition on plane. That's a mic drop. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show on this Monday. Absolute delight to have your company from wherever around the world you are joining us. Around the world is where and how you can hear PGA Tour Radio. You can get it on the PGA Tour app. You can get it on PGATour.com, and it's free. And as I just mentioned, it works everywhere around the globe. Uh, it, or if you're in North America and you subscribe to SiriusXM, you also can hear it there as well. Earl Forsey and Mark McCumber were the anchors and hosts of the coverage this past week at the Mexico Open. And, gents, it was a fresh event, and it was a win by a player who continues to assert himself. Well, Matt, thanks. A first-year event on the PGA Tour this past weekend, the Mexico Open at Vidanta. Mark McCumber, the Players' Champion Tour champion, was alongside for the ride. It was a lot of fun, Mark. It's a golf course, Vidanta Vallarta. That's got a lot of risk-reward, a lot of water, bunch of par fives on the back nine, a reachable par four on the front. So it was a lot of drama on Sunday. We kind of thought it would be that way, and John Rahm kind of survived Sunday and won by a shot for his first win this season. Yeah, there really was. I think the players enjoyed the challenge of the golf course. While it had wide fairways, there was just enough trouble off those fairways with the water to keep them honest. We saw what it did to some of the players trying to finish off uh, Cameron Champ. It really cost him a chance to win with that triple bogey after driving in the water. But world number two, John Rahm, rose to the top. He didn't have the A game, I don't think. I'd probably give him the B game, but he was able to grind it out and win. And I thought we would see the introduction, Earl, of some players who are new on the tour, like a Brandon Wu, uh, like a, a Riley Davis, or a young player like Kurt Kitayama. They all played great. Two of those guys tied for second. Uh, uh, Davis Riley finished fifth by himself. It was a great week on the PGA Tour, and they've got a great champion here, joining other U.S. Open champions of the past, like Billy Casper and David Graham uh, and others. So John Rahm, he had 15 top tens last season, one win. And he's talked a lot about he wants to win more, wants to win more. And this is now his first win of the season. Uh, how big a victory for John Rahm? I think it's very big. Think about it. We are today is May 1st, if I looked at the calendar right. It's almost a year removed from his last victory, which is the dramatic win at the U.S. Open out at Torrey Pines. Uh, he did have a chance to win early in the year at the Tournament of Champions on Maui. But he's back in the winner's circle, moving forward. He's working his way back now toward number one. You know, Scotty Scheffler made that run to knock him out of that spot. He's got plenty of incentive. He's got a new baby on the way. A lot of things are lining up well for John Rahm. And quickly, Mark, this first-year event, first time we've seen Vedante Vallarta in Mexico. What do you think? I thought it was a good golf course. It's a past palm golf course. You see that sometimes in the islands. Uh, it's what you see at some of the other tournaments. The greens are slower, and players struggle with that. But I think that as they get to know these greens, I think they'll be more familiar. I think the scoring might even be better 
The wind blew all week, but it never changed directions. If they get a week down here where it changes directions, I think it's going to throw a whole bunch of toughness and a little bit of challenge, more challenge, into a pretty good golf course. And next week, Matt, just outside my hometown, just outside the nation's capital next week for the Wells Fargo Championship, TPC Potomac at Avenel. Very much looking forward to your coverage, gents, on PGA Tour Radio. On tomorrow's show, we'll go through the air times for you so you know exactly how, when, and where you can get your coverage of PGA Tour Radio. As to PGA Tour Live, I'll be hosting the live coverage this week on ESPN+, and we'll go over those air times with you when we get a chance. When we come back, we're going to be joined by a touring professional that's part of our Beyond the Ropes segment for 2022 and really enjoy catching up on how all things are moving along. DeWiz Golf is one of the presenting sponsors of the Fairways of Life show. DeWiz is golf's latest wearable technology. It tracks your swing in real time with a level of precision that is unheard of. It's based on neuroscience and measures your movements in real time and space, giving you the feedback you need to make immediate adjustments to your swing. Just log on to DeWizGolf.com. That's D-E-W-I-Z, DeWizGolf.com to learn more and find out exactly what you should be focusing on in your game. More coming up in the Fairways of Life show after these words. Boeing Golf provides the ultimate world-class golf destination with 10 championship-caliber courses spanning three resorts. Centered in Michigan's northern Lower Peninsula, the courses are the products of some of the game's masters, including Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross. From the all-inclusive vacation packages, elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled Michigan golf vacation experience. Just log on to boinggolf.com. Yes, hello world, huh? <laughs> and with one subtle hello, Tiger began an amazing and unthinkable career. I've done it for 20 years now with, with Bridgestone. It allows me to play an aggressive style around the greens, and it's allowed me to win a lot of tournaments. Bridgestone Golf, proud to be part of your journey. The Fairways of Life show is live weekdays at 8 a.m. Eastern Time and 24-7 on demand as a digital radio and streaming television show. Download the Fairways of Life app and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Log in to fairwaysoflife.com for more information. Premium golf equipment doesn't have to be expensive. At Ben Hogan Golf, we design and custom build our clubs and sell them directly to you. And you can try any club for just 25 bucks at benhogangolf.com. Are you ready for golf's biggest season ever? Because we are. Our certified fitters are waiting to fit you for free with the latest clubs from Callaway, TaylorMade, Cobra, Titleist, and more. Plus, shop the latest gear and apparel from all your favorite brands. Experience golf's biggest selection under one roof. Don't just shop this season. Shop with the pros at the PGA Tour Superstore. Created without the constraints of time or money, PXG Golf Clubs are the most technologically advanced available today. And they are a perfect union of art, science, and engineering. And the PXG experience is unlike any you've had before. After you've been custom fit, your clubs will be built to exacting standards and your exact specs in the USA. So when you hear it, you know. PXG, nobody builds golf clubs the way we do, period. 
Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Matt Adams here with you. Dom and Andrew are behind the glass. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have the company of Kate Smith on the show. She's part of our Beyond the Rope series for this year, and she's getting into the swing of her first year on the Epson Tour. Five starts in. She already has three top 25s to show for it. All of this while growing her own graphic design business on the side as well. So we'll catch up on all things going on in the world of Kate Smith. Kate, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. Uh, never, uh, you know, I came home a little early this week, but it's gl- I'm glad to be home. So, yeah, I understand that with the with the the travel that you have to do, what happens with the clubs in hand when you're able to get back? And I'm curious about when you're able to get back to that point that you just made. For you, for any touring professional, you don't get home much. What is it like when you are able to get home, and how much do you actually feel yourself decompress? Yeah, so I think it's different each time. Um, we get home every two to three weeks. Um, this time I'm home, but I have a uh, U.S. Open qualifier tomorrow, so I kind of have to stay stay mentally in the tournament mode. And then, um, I mean, usually I'll take a couple days off after that, and then kind of reflect and reassess on what I need to work on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm still learning too. I feel like the last two weeks we had home went really fast, so um, just learning a lot. What do you do when you're on the, do, do you, do you pile up your dirty clothes and then wash them when you get home? Or do you try to find a laundromat or something when you're out in the road? Yeah, I try to do host families every couple of weeks. Um, so that's where we get paired with a house and that's nice because you can do laundry. Usually they like nice. to do it whenever. Um, but yeah, definitely something you have to think about. Uh, that's very cool. How, how much are you enjoying it when you get to hang with these families? Do they have kids or you get, uh, I, I suppose it varies by by family, but how much are you able to kind of connect and there too take you away from the pressures of what you're doing inside the ropes for a little while? I love it because um, you're saying of local people who like love the area. Um, I mean, we were in Utah and they've lived in Utah all their life and I've never been to Utah. So, you know, kind of having that local knowledge, um, it's fun and exactly they're not... Um, really caring about your score every day. So, um, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of perspective thrown in with, uh, with new people and, um, all that. Andrew, go back to that other shot with, with Kate sitting between what looks like some cliffs or mountains. When was this shot taken? This was my, uh, friend and I went after a practice round. We went to Zion, um, national park. It was about 45 minutes from the course. So, um, tried to get a little bit of a mini vacation in that afternoon. <laughs> wow, that is really cool and really beautiful. I've never seen that myself. So how awing was the site? It was great. I mean, I I, uh, I wish I could stay longer, but we had, you know, a job to do uh, golfing. So we went to Zion, and then we also drove the 14 hours between the last two events. Um, we went through a few other national parks. So um, seeing things I've never seen before, which is great. 
Is that part of your agenda to be one of the best golfers in the world, but along the way to kind of take in life and make sure you see as much of it as you can? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know if it's a hard, fast rule, but I just, I don't know how long I'll be able to do this. I think we're very lucky to be able to travel around the country and um, why not, you know, make the most of it. I don't know when I'll be back to some of these states, like sites move, maybe I'll move up to the LPGA, maybe I'll, you, you don't know what's ahead of you. So I'm, I'm trying to take advantage of it for sure as, as we're kind of going to each event. Now, you mentioned that the ride was 14 hours between these stops, do you do you prefer to drive uh, that kind of distance? Um, in that trip, it was nice. Uh, my dad came and uh, watched a couple of days in Utah, and then picked my caddy and I up, and then we kind of caravaned over. Um, and then he left once I got a rental car in Kansas. So, um, if it's with good people and you have some stops along the way, it's great. Um, I made the eight-hour drive between. Uh, Minnesota and Nebraska a lot. So I'm uh, used to boring drives too. So it's not too bad. I, I prefer flying just because you get home quicker. But as far as in between events, it's, it's not bad to drive. Uh, Kate, are you the type that when you're in a car, you prefer to be the driver? Uh, lately, no, because if I can be the passenger, I can get some work done. <laughs> Very good. Let me talk to you about that for a second, because I'm assuming when you say I can get some work done your your ground under repair uh, design uh, g-u-r designs.com folks if you want to find it is that what you're referring to i know there's probably life stuff that you're doing to emails or bills or whatever but i'm curious if uh, if that gives you a chance to work on the designs yeah that's that's kind of what i'm referring to there there's some administrative work on the golf side too that i i have to do but um yeah we've been we've been really busy as a company and it's been it's been a super exciting last couple months. So um, whenever I can kind of take some time and uh, work on that, uh, it helps out everybody. So it's, it's been fun, fun to have, um, you know, a, it's a good problem to have a little bit too much work to do. I'm curious from a business side, when you said it's been, it's been really busy for you guys the last couple of months, how do people find out that you guys are out there and that you have these services available? Uh, yeah, you can go to our website, um, GRdesign.com, GRdesigns.com, and then um, GUR.design on Instagram. Um, and yeah, we have a contact us uh, link, and you can kind of figure out. We also go through all the packages we do and kind of a little backstory on Shane and I and why we're doing what we're doing. So um, you can find a lot of info there. And also, you know, I talk to people in my pro-ams or whatever. If you see me, I, I'm always willing to talk graphic design, even on the golf course. Well, to that point where you said that there is an about us that explains why you guys are doing what you're doing, what is the answer? Why are you guys doing what you're doing? Yeah, I think um, Shane and I are pretty passionate about um, design and about um, kind of helping pro shops out and different events find identity and, um, you know, make those golf memories a little bit sweeter. Maybe they'll last longer if you have a, a cool hat or a cool t-shirt that can go along with it. Um, we're doing one project right now where we're custom designing scorecards for a tournament. So, um, I don't know. I think it makes us happy. I think we both have jobs that are, um, you know, him as a broadcaster and me as a golfer that we're already in the golf world. So, um, if we can help more golfers and, uh, 
kind of create more relationships, we're going to do that. And it's worked out well so far. I mean, certainly playing the game of golf can be an artistic endeavor as well. But how much is the, the graphic side of what you're doing an opportunity for you just to let the artist flourish in you? Oh, it's awesome. Um, I, I feel like very privileged that I get to still be an artist, even though I'm a golfer. Um, mm -hmm. I've always, you know, in, in college, I think you try to not get pigeonholed into one thing. And I think when you're recruited as a student athlete, it's hard to pursue other passions. So I feel very fortunate that I get to do both. And, um, yeah, it just reflects who I am. And I, I get to do that every day, which is great. How do you balance your time, Kate, between what it takes to be one of the best golfers around and what it takes to be one of the top graphic design companies around a GURdesigns.com again, folks is the website if you want to check it out. But how do you, how do you actually balance your time and get the proper amount of work, proper amount of rest, et cetera? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying every day is easy. I think the hardest part is um, like calling clients, you know, I like, okay, on Friday, does this work? You know, like, well, Depends how good I play, depends which wave I get in with the tee time. So that's, that's the hard part. I think getting the work done is okay um, because I, I hate taking days off, like, you know, sitting around not doing anything. So if I'm taking a day off from golf, I can do a lot of work and um, it's my way to kind of decompress and actually be able to take a day off without thinking about golf. I think, um, you know, it, it's tough to take that rest, but if you're um, still kind of present in the tournament and what you did wrong, then it's not really rest. So um, it's my way of kind of distracting myself. Cool. Let's uh, talk about what you've been doing in the tournaments. And as you heard me mention, folks, when we were welcoming Kate onto the program, uh, she already has three top 25s to show in her first season out there. So Kate, how pleased are you with how you're playing right now and your performances therein? Yeah, I think um, I'm, I'm a little indifferent. Like there's a lot of good performances it seems like when I make the cut I have a good week you know like you mentioned top 25 but I've kind of been um checkerboarding with the cut line so I'll go like made cut miss cut and um that's kind of created it's really up and down so I'm trying to be a little more consistent and um but I think overall I'm happy about my performance um it's so the learning curve is so big and um you know it's not always about the golf like maybe one week I took too many practice rounds, maybe in the other week my fitness wasn't there, maybe it was the mental side. So just trying to figure it all out, line up all my um, ducks in a row for a week uh, is tough, but so far it's, it's been great. And I think I'm trending in the right direction. Are you on a scale of one to 10? Are you as happy as you've ever been right now? Yeah, I think I think I am. That's a great question. I think I'm a 10. I think the independence of professional golf has been really fun. And um, I mean, the girls I'm meeting out there are amazing. I mean, it's hard not to just fully respect every single person you meet because it's such a hard journey that um, everyone out there has a pretty cool story. So I, I love that aspect of it. And speaking to that and how the depth of these people, et cetera, and, and what you guys give back. How much have you been involved on the charitable side and, and how much are, are you feeling the impact that the platform of golf provides for you to be able to impact lives of others? Oh yeah. I mean, it's been great. The opportunities that the Epson tour provides um, that picture right there was from a junior clinic we did 
in Florida at a, I mean, the YMCA owned their own par three course. It was really cool. Um, and then I've done some, you know, dinners, some pro-am parties. I think um, for me, it's important that I know there's a lot that goes into each tournament. It takes a lot of money to run an event. And if that local community can understand how grateful we are to them, um, you know, I think I feel a little bit better about um, staying in their houses that week and all the volunteers that come out. So um, I think it's important to do that stuff. And it, it's been nice in order to get to know people and get to know the tour a little bit better and, you know, why we're doing what we're doing out there each week. Very cool, uh, Kate. Uh, obviously, the website we've mentioned multiple times, uh, if you guys want to mention it, is available to all of you to, to log on and you can reach out to Kate for your uh, concepts of what you may need or what you think you might want. She works on a lot of different designs and concepts with people until you nail it down. GURdesigns.com is the website. Any other sponsors, Kate, that you want to mention to us today? Oh, I mean, I think... We're good. I, I'm going out to Moody Gardens Golf Course this afternoon to get some practice in. Um, they're one of my sponsors down here in Galveston. So, yep, time to get back on the horse and uh, get ready for an open qualifier. Hopefully, um, hopefully it goes well on Tuesday. But thank you guys for having me, and uh, always, uh, always fun to see you, Matt. Yeah, it is fun to have you on the show, Kate. We wish you the very best. Good luck tomorrow. We'll be following you, and hopefully that qualifier, as you mentioned, goes very, very well indeed. Really appreciate your time. See ya. All right, folks, I want to thank all of you for your time as well on this Monday on the Fairways of Life show. There was a lot churning through the golf news cycle over the last couple of days. Uh, For us, there was a lot churning with our trip to the French Lick Resort and being back into our confines here. We're only here for a couple of days before we are off again. As I mentioned to you, I'll be hosting live coverage of the Wells Fargo this week. And on tomorrow's show, we'll give you the details of that. We'll also hear from us, hoping to get to him today, but we ran out of time here. We'll get to Colin Morikawa uh, in a couple of different segments. One is Open Champion. The Open 150th edition, in fact, is at the old course at St. Andrews this year. What are his thoughts about coming back as the defending champion? But we also, we separated into two different segments, have sound from Colin talking about Live Golf Investments, the Saudi-backed league, and what his thoughts are on that, as that is a storyline that is going to become more and more acute in the next few weeks. We'll explain to you exactly what we're talking about there. And our friend Marina Alex won for the second time in the LPGA yesterday. Uh, Late birdie in the round that secured that victory. She was steady, and now she is once again the champion. We're going to hear from Marina Alex tomorrow as well. Really pumped about everything that we have in store on a Tuesday. Hope your Monday is a great one. And until we are together again, be well and goodbye for now.